Hello and welcome back to Living Well, your podcast sponsored by Live Well Seniors, Senior Living Solutions. I'm your host, Sean Leary, and with me today again is Rhonda Halterman, founder, owner, and senior resource specialist here at Live Well Seniors. Rhonda, thank you again for joining me. Sure. Thanks for having me again. And today we're going to be talking about a topic that's, you know, really on people's minds, particularly with the holidays around and and a lot of the stress having to do with that. And that is coping with caregiver stress. There's already a lot of stress with the holidays, but throwing in everything, being a caregiver and, and family issues and dynamics and what have you. And it can be extremely extremely difficult um taking care of your spouse elderly parents can create additional stressors in your life and uh, really affect your personal health and well-being so um what are some of the signs what are some of the things that people need to, to look for in regard to this well, I think caregivers often will neglect themselves first because they're so focused on the, the act of caregiving. So um, we've got 10 signs of caregiver stress, and I'll kind of walk through those depression and anxiety. Um, and that, that stems from caregiver guilt. You know, people feel guilty about um, feeling sad or depressed about being a caregiver because it is overwhelming and it can be stressful. Um, withdrawing from family, anxiety. Uh, anger, you know, are, are you angry about being a caregiver? Well, not necessarily because you're caring for your loved one, but because it's overwhelming. Um, difficulty concentrating, eating habits, are they changing? Insomnia. Many people who are caregivers don't sleep well. Well, if you don't sleep well, you're not feeding your body, you're not, you know, resting your body, and your health, your your health will start to decline. And then maybe you are exhausted or you increase drinking or smoking habits, which, again, aren't healthy habits if you're, if you're under stress. Mm-hmm. Um, what are some of the strategies for coping with caregiver stress? I think that uh, people who are caregivers need to make sure that they understand it's okay to ask for help. Um, but those around them, uh, the, their family members, their daughters, their sons, it's okay to offer help or just to do things, you know, without even being asked mm-hmm. because it's important to know that you ad- identify and recognize that uh, they might be under a lot of stress. I mean, the holidays in general are stressful, right. yeah. um, but, you know, let, let's just add on the layer of being a caregiver. <laughs> I mean, you're, you're really adding it on. Um, there's also a local area on aging agencies um, that can help you. Uh, we in the Quad Cities have quite a few local agencies that can help you. Uh, and, you know, Live Well can direct people to those agencies, you know, to, to get people the help that they need. Um, you know, respite care. People don't know what respite care means, um, but they can get respite care either through the Veterans Association or, um, you know, just pay for respite care to have somebody come in and help them, uh, even help them do some light duty housekeeping or things like that that can keep them stress free mm-hmm. and, you know, focused on being a caregiver. Uh, making sure as a caregiver, you know you can set boundaries. You can say no. You don't have to say yes to everything as a caregiver. And I think that's kind of the the, the slippery slope with the, you know, I got to do everything. I got to be everything. Kind of like when you're a young mom or a young dad. You mm-hmm. know, you feel like you got to be everything and, and everything to everybody. So uh, those are some things. Getting organized. Uh, I have a stepdad who has dementia, and he would ask my mom every single day, what's on the agenda today? 
and she, you know, she just has all the agenda in her head. And I told her, I said, get an agenda board, you know. So she found a board, a whiteboard. Mm-hmm. Every day she writes what's on the agenda today. Mm-hmm. And, and that was helpful for him. It took away a stressor for her because he would ask her every day what they were doing. Well, now he knows. He can mm-hmm. just look at the board and read it. Um, simple things like that can, can be implemented um, to help caregivers cope with stress. Um, around the holidays, it's already stressful and trying to juggle everyone in the family. How is it best to deal with these stressful situations in regard to um, you know being a caregiver, having someone who is in need of that care, um, bringing them into the fold in terms of bringing them you know to your home for the holidays, whether it's an in-law, whether it's your own parent, uh, or going to visit them and juggling all the things, all the obligations that you might have, and you know the things that you feel like doing, sometimes things that you maybe don't feel like doing. Um, what kind of advice can you give to folks who are going through that difficult time heading into the holidays here and having to deal with juggling all that? I think it's just important to to recognize um, as a caregiver, you know, there's so many things that are involved, uh, you know, especially if you're a caregiver to your spouse. I mean, you, you've suffered the loss of your spouse you know, that you know in, in your regular relationship as a husband and wife, mm-hmm. now you're a caregiver. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a different level of stress there um, that that we don't get prepared for sometimes. You know, it's just it's something that we don't prepare for. So, um, but also, again, as a caregiver to know that it's okay to ask for help. But having people in your corner that can recognize when you're starting to you know get bubbled up to the top that they're going to be there saying what can i do to help or just offering to help or just doing something showing up with a plate of cookies to brighten somebody's day i mean those are things that we can do to help our caregivers you know maybe not be as stressed mm-hmm. Is there anything else that you'd like to add that we have not talked about? I know that, you know, we're talking about 10 signs of caregiver stress. And uh, for those of you who are wondering, oh, am I really, you know, going through these difficult, difficult times? What are some of the things that I should look for? Um, Mentioned depression, feeling sad, lonely, hopeless, guilty, uh, withdrawal. Sometimes you may not wish to see family or friends, Um, anxiety, anger. Uh, difficulty concentrating, changes in eating habits, insomnia, exhaustion, maybe drinking or smoking too much, and just general health problems that can be exacerbated by stress. Um, is there anything else that uh, you know people you know should watch out for? Maybe a lot of times people will lash out at folks that really don't have anything to do with it because they're sort of venting in regard to that. How can how can we deal with something like that? Well, I just think, again, being understanding of the situation and knowing and realizing we're only human. We can only handle so much stress. Um, And when we're taking on the stress of our, you know, our own personal health and well-being, but then that of another person, you know, it really adds to it. Um, But the the thing that I think is important to note is 63 percent of higher risk mortality is – is you know what happens to people who are caregivers compared to non caregivers mm-hmm. so the mortality rate of somebody who is a caregiver is so much higher than that of a non caregiver mm-hmm. so again and that's because they're not focused on their own personal health and well being and you know they tell you on the airplane uh, when the you know the oxygen mask drops, put it on yourself first before you put it on your child mm-hmm. or the person that you're caring for well that's important to remember because 
you you can't help that person if you're not you know right. oxygenated. So that's the same type of thing. The caregiver has to take care of themselves first, or they're not going to be around to take care of the person right. that they're caring for. That's a good point. Uh, anything else that you'd like to add that we haven't talked about, haven't touched upon? I just think it's important to stay active. It sounds a little counterintuitive, but you know those uh, endorphins of uh, getting healthy and staying active that can help relieve some of that stress. Um, but there is help out there. You can have respite care where you can have intermittent care come in. But there's so many agencies that we have to offer in the Quad Cities um, with various agency on aging agencies. Live Well Seniors can help get people connected to all of those uh, organizations here in our local Quad City area. And, of course, you can contact LiveWell Seniors um, through email. You can contact Rhonda directly. It's Rhonda, R-H-O-N-D-A, at LiveWellSeniors, L-I-V-W-E-L-L-S-E-N-I-O-R-S.com. Or you can give Rhonda a call at 563-265-1553. That's 563-265-1553. And once again, um, thank you very much. Rhonda Halterman, founder and owner and senior resource specialist here at LiveWell Senior Senior Living Solutions. Thank you very much for being on the show. Yeah, thanks, Sean. And thank you for listening to Living Well, your podcast sponsored by Live Well Seniors, Senior Living Solutions. You can contact them again at 563-265-1553. Go to livewellseniors.com, L-I-V-W-E-L-L. S-E-N-I-O-R-S dot com for more information. Thank you for listening. I'm Sean Leary. Have a great day.